This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening, NHIS should cover dialysis costs, says Opon Kromam. Nigerian students in Ghana plead for extension of school fees deadline. In other stories, Ghana is ripe for a coup d'etat, but what's saving us is tolerance of citizens, says Atsiedun Ketia. An MP for Bole Bamboy fumes over poor work on Dolly Bridge. This business sports and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin the news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum now the details the minister of information Kojopong Kroma has raised concerns about the high cost of treatment for renal patients in the country the minister suggested that the national health insurance scheme NHIS should absorb some of the cost incurred by renal patients during dialysis session during an interview, Nkrumah underscored the need for the government to cover some aspects of the treatment which is draining the finances of kidney patients. He therefore stressed the importance of proper financing of the NHIS fund. The MP for Ofuasi Ayibri bemoaned the lack of remittance into the NHIS fund since its introduction by former president John Ajekum Kofuom. He further suggested that the monies collected on behalf of the fund be automated to curb any unforeseen loopholes. A total of 14 outpatients of the renal unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital have died after the unit was closed to them in May 2023. The Renal Patients Association has revealed a spokesperson for the association, Michael Asante, told journalists at the press conference in Accra that the deaths were caused by the patient's inability to access dialysis treatment at private dialysis centers, which is more expensive than the treatment offered at the hospital. Kidney failure patients who visit the renal unit of the facility for dialysis sessions were being charged a new fee of 765 cities from an initial fee of 385 cities. The ministry summoned the management of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital to explain why the new fee was introduced without going through due processes. The hospital has come under intense criticisms after reports of the review of its dialysis charges. Now, the National Association of Nigerian Students, NANS, Ghana chapter, is appealing to the management of various special institutions across the country to provide a grace period for the payment of fees by its members. In the media interview, NANS President Sam Adam highlighted the instability in the exchange rate between the CD and Naira, which has led to continuous increases in school fees. Mr. Adam acknowledged that the Nigerian government is taking measures to address the issue with the Naira and urged tertiary institutions in Ghana to consider their plea. During a public lecture in 2022, Lamido Sanusi, former governor of Nigeria's Central Bank, revealed that over 70,000 Nigerians were studying in Ghana. 
Although there are no comprehensive data on the number of Nigerian students abroad, recent data have shown that there are almost 71,000 Nigerian students in Ghana paying about $1 billion annually as tuition fee and upkeep as against the annual budget of 751 million cities for all federal universities. In other words, the money spent by Nigerian students studying in Ghana with a better organized system is more than the annual budget of all federal universities in the country, Sanusi said. Nigeria is today placed third on the list of countries with the highest number of students studying overseas. He added. Now, the chairperson of the National Democratic Congress, Johnson Asedun Ketia, has raised concerns about the state of Ghana's democratic stability due to the ongoing economic crisis. According to him, although time is long overdue for the seizure of power and the return of autocratic government, what is keeping Ghana from descending into chaos is the remarkable tolerance of Ghanaians. He believes that citizens have reflected on the nation's history, a history marked by various coups that had been triggered by circumstances less severe than the ongoing incidents. Mr. Nketia made this assertion in a one-on-one -on -one interview with the media. When acknowledging the steadfastness of the populace, Mr. Nketia cautioned against succumbing to the temptation of disruptive action which might offer temporary relief but could ultimately plunge the nation into an even deeper crisis. He emphasized that a coup d'etat could potentially lead to new leaders who were equally intransigent, perpetuating a cycle of instability. Instead, Mr. Anketia proposed an alternative path to safeguard Ghana's democracy. He encouraged the use of available tools such as peaceful protests, constructive criticisms of state institutions, and ensuring that these institutions uphold their responsibilities with integrity. These actions, he believed, were the key to pre preserving the democratic fabric of the nation. Now, the Member of Parliament for Bole Bamboy, Yusuf Suleimana, is fuming over the poor work done on the collapsed Dolly Bridge in the Savannah region. In his view, the reconstructed bridge is a death trap and must urgently be redone. The bridge, which links the Upper West region and the southern part of Ghana, was washed away by heavy rain September 17, 2023. The Minister of Roads and Highways, Kwesi Amwakwata, visited the broken bridge on September 19 and assured the public that it would be repaired within a week. The bridge was temporarily opened on sub September 29. Suleimana says the work was done hastily and does not meet safety standards. We need to appreciate and thank the minister and his people, he said, but we still need to draw attention to the fact that the work is still not yet done. The bridge has gone down and that is a threat to commuters, vehicles and human lives. He told journalists after inspecting work done on the bridge. Now, to some business, gross premium in the country's insurance sector has declined in the first six months of 2023. As of the end of June 2023, the gross premium have fallen to 2.76 billion cities from the 3.07 billion cities posted 
during the same period last year. However, recent developments in the insurance sector, as captioned in the 2022 Financial Stability Review by the Bank of Ghana, paints a picture of a growth trajectory in the first half of the year. This is despite the impairment from the domestic debt exchange program. In the period under review, total insurance assets grew marginally from 11.6 billion cities to 11.56 billion cities. Total investment also increased to 8.61 billion cities from 8.23 billion cities. In terms of profitability, the industry's expensive ratio remained relevant in the first six months of 2023, but the year-on-year -year fall in the gross premium is expected to improve by the end of the year. With this drop in the gross premium, however, it is expected that insurance penetration will be on an appreciable ascendancy in the medium to long term. The retention of the premium according to the indicators will be higher given the resilience shown by the industry, the regulation and supervision, as well as the digitalization drive by the National Insurance Commission. Now moving to some sport, Golden State Warrior forward Draymond Green suffered a left ankle sprain and expects to miss four to six weeks, he told the media. The injury, which sources said is not a high ankle sprain, happened earlier in the week during a pickup game at Chase Center. Green met with reporters Monday at the Warriors Media Day. Training camp will begin today with Golden State's first preseason game set for October 7. The Warriors open their regular season on October 24 against the Phoenix Suns. The 33-year-old Green is entering his 12th season in the NBA with a new four-year $100 million contract extension under his belt. Last season, Green played in 73 games, working through a number of nagging injuries, including to his back, neck, foot, and knee. Two seasons ago, he missed one month because of a back injury. Now to showbiz, her curvy body complements her good looks, but Black Avenue music signee Sefa says she is not bothered by the choice of people to concentrate on her body rather than her music. In the recent interview, the sugar hitmaker said it was however gross for people to walk up to her and only ask questions on how she got her body since such questions were too personal. Sometimes I feel because I don't give them something to talk about, I don't do anything controversial. Anytime they have something little, they want to run with it. So it is normal, Sefa stated. Born Sefa G. Abena, Sefa is well known for songs such as Growth, Sugar, A Choki, Fever, and Soft Life. Sefa also mentioned that she was taking good care of herself and doing anything that will make her happy and feel good about herself. And that's it with the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Don't forget to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening. This is
Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation.